0: Hello and welcome to Who Doesn't Podcast. I am your host this evening, Headphone Joe, and I'm here with...
1: It's Kyle.
2: All the moments when you're in so deep, it feels easier to just swim down. The Hamiltons move uptown.
0: And this is the show where we review, rank, and dig into the history behind every song on the Hamilton soundtrack. This is episode 41. It's Quiet Uptown. And we have only five episodes left to go. Kyle,
1: how are you doing this evening? Still shocking. I'm doing great, uh, considering the subject matter. Um, (laughs) It's usually a a peppier start, but we'll see how this goes. Yes. And we are
0: accompanied by famed company member Shaggy Ace, aka PCG on the Discord. I don't know what to call him here, but welcome to the show
3: thanks for having me you can call me paul okay paul
1: what up (laughs) great having you paul thank you very much for joining us
3: oh thank you for having me
1: yeah been wanting to get you in here for a while yes so
0: paul we got to get down to the brass taxes because you know we're very matter-of-fact (laughs) podcast how did you become introduced to the play called hamilton
3: Uh, i was introduced to it by my son originally uh Long time ago, I guess maybe two years ago now at this point, and he was obsessed with it. He would always mm. try to make me listen to it in the car, and I just had no time, no time for it at all.
1: <laughs> like the soundtrack specifically,
3: yeah, yeah. This was um, I had heard. You know, I, I like. I'm a big Broadway show guy. I like Broadway shows, and I had heard, of course, that it was winning everything and everyone loved it. But I've just never really been interested in. I'm a bad patriot. I've never been interested in American history. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've just. Uh, I like world history. I've had no time for a bunch of white guys in wigs furiously penning letters <laughs> back and forth. Just wasn't that exciting to me. Really describing the play here. Really <laughs> just shattering. So, uh, yeah, he he loved it. He would play it all the time, and I just didn't. It just never clicked for me until uh, Disney Plus when I I saw it live, and that was it. I haven't stopped watching it.
1: Mm. Nice. How, how many times do you think you've seen it all the way through?
3: I've sat and watched it all the way through four times. Um okay. I've had it on probably sixty or seventy times. I just <laughs> I have it on all the time while I'm just working. like in the background. What? Oh wow. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Just like on and just do you seek wow. different spots or you just keep running it and just see where I, you are? I just play it through.
3: Yeah. I've nice. got nice. I've got a bunch of monitors here at my desk, so I, I fire one of them up to Disney Plus and just let it play. I prefer wow. the I prefer the live show, I think, to the to the soundtrack I know somebody
0: okay. in this zoom box is stunned because he thought he had the most views
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, those are the most, most mostly background view views <laughs> yes
1: he has the most plays on disney plus wow. who knows how many times he was paying attention right right right. <laughs> right
0: well pcg the last question the most important of all the questions how did you find this little show here
3: Mm, well, um, so I I know Kyle. I've been a fan of his uh, other works uh, over the years. Ooh, and, well, we don't um, talk about those other do weeks. Go on. This is the only thing in existence. <laughs> <Do go on>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, in, in another life. And so uh, uh followed him over here, and I had a I had a uh, speed bump. He first mentioned the show, and I came and listened to it and thought it was great, and then I dropped off for a long time, <laughs> like, I don't know, 10, 12 episodes maybe. Oh, wow uh and not for any particular reason other than i was having i don't know i i was having problems finding it in my podcatcher it was it was on my end but eventually uh he got me straightened out and i've been hooked ever since and speaking of which i hope you guys got something in the pipeline because five episodes left is not going to do it for me
1: (laughs) well Um, technically six we are doing a recap end show um, we got a few plans for that, but yeah, things things are being discussed. Yeah. Not too much lately, but it'll, yeah, but it'll, we've something we've stopped will discussing happen. for a while. <laughs> we've <stopped laughs> we've been well, our main focus on is the... finishing this out. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, um, we, there is demand. We hear the we hear the people that they want they want another season on something else. So we'll we'll yep. figure it out. Yeah. But thank you. That's that's awesome words. Yes. Glad yes. to hear it. for money. We are. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we were following the money, we wouldn't be doing this. <laughs>
0: All right. All right. We've caught everybody right. up on our guest. Kyle, quiet uptown. Yes. Give me
1: your all right. general thoughts. So this song is post Philip's death and dealing with the aftermath. So Alexander is reeling. He's just gone in on himself. He's taken a complete 180 on his personality. He's wandering the streets. He's wandering by himself he's gardening his hair (laughs) is turned gray this this so this is the devastation of the loss of his son and then what it does to Eliza and what it does for both of them they come back together over this which is not something you hear very often usually the death of a child you hear tears people apart but in this case it brings them back together and they have something to to I don't want to say bond over because that seems weirdly morbid but like it, well, it's, it's something that brings that them, only
0: they have
1: yeah it's something that brings them back together and then the, the song ends with forgiveness it's, it's Eliza forgiving him for the Reynolds incident and just they're moving on with their life
0: also I think like the eight other kids have something to do with it
1: Yeah, they got they got seven other. I think seven other kids to worry about. What are you talking about? There's only one kid in this play. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure in the 1800s, it's a lot harder to, yeah, not worry about seven children. So yeah, so that's that's the path of this song.
0: All right, Paul. After the consensus, I'll give you the first pass at giving your thoughts without revealing your ranking. You got to play close to the vest.
3: (laughs) Okay. Um I really like this song. Uh He's when uh, I away. was <laughs> <laughs> uh when I was asked um if I would if I would come on the show, I immediately thought of this song and I was happy that it was available cuz I it's one of my um it's one of the most memorable for me and I think it's beautiful. I think you cannot you cannot deny uh Renee Elise Goldsberry in this song as, right out of the for gate. For sure absolutely stunning uh intro and um yeah i like I, I like everything about it
0: nice kyle
1: yeah um we've we've been in talks before uh we are friends behind the scenes we have a long history you and i and you've you've told about your reactions to this <laughs> song when watching and i was like it's an interesting one to pick because this is this is just a devastating song this is probably <gasps> one of the saddest songs I've ever heard. And you know I don't listen to many sad songs. Maybe that's not saying much. you not but it close to the Vasco. <sighs> it's so impactful <laughs> and it's just it hits so hard and let's like the the unimaginable, just that phrase. Yeah. Like it just sums it all up, you know, like
3: Well, I, I will say this. Um what what i w I'm a big Broadway show fan and I don't I come to Broadway shows for the feels. I I really Mm. do. It's, it's a common theme in all my favorite songs. And I feel like, I I mean, I like a bouncy tune and I like something that pumps, (laughs) pumps me up. I think, uh, it's not a secret that I'm in agreement with, uh, with, uh, Smo or big smeezy that uh yorktown (laughs) is the the number one song that's a big pump up song but for sure that being said if i want if i want to get
0: where it happened solo
3: (laughs) i hate it it so much oh (laughs) no no. (laughs) No, we're focusing on a different song uh, (laughs) if i want to get pumped up if i want to dance or you know feel feel like i'm jamming i don't typically turn to a broadway musical for that there's there's a lot of other music that does that for me but broadway shows the the broadway musical can take me to that feeling place that not a lot of other music can and so i think that's why i lean so heavily in that direction because it's it's everything
1: yeah yeah i get that yeah.
3: how about you joe
0: um i and look i am not a stranger to a sad tune uh <laughs> <laughs> i enjoy this song a lot um this song pro- enjoy,
1: enjoy is such a strange
0: word man, to me. Okay. I enjoy sad tune, man. Um
2: <laughs> I probably anyway.
0: say mm, that's a little too revealing. I'll save that part for my ranking. Um <laughs> yeah. I had a couple a couple nuggets uh I wanted to share okay. about the song though. Um first I remember hearing Lynn speak. It's been so long, it's been over forty one weeks now. Um back when I was still <laughs> watching all the YouTube things. Um, oh true yeah I've ingested all of those up front that I just completely stopped uh, every once in a while I'll see like one that I'm interested in but he had said originally Renee Elise Goldsberry's part in this song was supposed to be Aaron Burr um, and Leslie hmm. Odom
4: what
0: but yeah he originally wrote it for the Leslie Odom character because it's the narrator but it when they took it to I believe it was Dress or something it just didn't feel um, as emotional and then he brought he had the angelica come back character come back so it's essentially her farewell because she's wrapped up in the family story so that's why it has such a mo- such of an emotional resonance um and he felt that's why it hits home for people um so that's one thing second thing well is, just
1: just on that it's like narratively that makes so much more sense because burr and him are such at odds at this point Exactly. It would make no sense for him to come and sing about his family. Like, yeah, it yeah. her so hasn't weird. really had yeah.
0: anything to do with his family.
1: Yeah. Like Th- that, that would, that's a very strange choice.
0: Them as much no. so react. I mean, react. Um Yeah,
1: plus they're like political enemies at this point.
0: Yeah. So it, it would have been completely weird. Yeah. Um the other one I know that lovely. Addresses the, what he's saying. What <laughs> do you say? Lovely. You love it?
2: Because Barry's voice.
0: In the musical, I'm reading this from my favorite site that's back up and running now, Wine and Cheetos. Oh, shout yeah. out to you boys. Um, in the musical, Hamilton sings, I spend hours in the garden to Richard Peters, a Philadelphia lawyer, judge, and all right, all right. Enough titles. Uh, Hamilton wrote, A disappointing politician you know is very apt to take refuge in a garden. So he actually did start gardening after the death of his mm. son. So I thought wow. that was pretty cool.
1: Trying to keep his mind busy, I guess. Yeah. Um. I just want to say I like that there is a slight reprise of that would be enough. Okay. It, yes. What? Did I ruin something? Sorry. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. <laughs> when you said it, because when I was driving just now, I was like, is the music? I, I know the line, obviously. But I was yeah. like, is the music the same too? And then I went back to listen to it. I was like, it's not. And then when you started your sentence, I was like, he thought the same. Th- I was like, no, he's talking about the words.
1: <laughs> yeah. the There's a verse. It's like from Hamilton's side. It's, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like Eliza's verse, but then mm-hmm. from Hamilton, the uh, talking about this.
3: I had that in my notes, actually. I wanted to hit on it. So I'm glad you said it. But man, yeah. I love me a callback when when, he's, yeah, when he says that, uh, look at where we are. Look at where we started. Mm hmm it's uh, it's oh it's beautiful never mind i'll carry on i interrupt uh,
1: it. no so if like, you got more to say yeah, about, no. that's all i
3: was going to say is they've reprised it there but yeah. it just it, it just hits so differently from the first time mm-hmm. you know the first time is right. so much full of hope and excitement for the future and all of that and now this is such a, a bittersweet reflection on how far they've come and what they've come through and it's beautiful it's just beautiful
1: Yeah, I mean, if you love callbacks, I can tell why you love the show.
3: (laughs) It is chock full of
0: callbacks.
1: Chock full.
0: All right. Anybody has anything else in their notes they want to touch on? Generally, I don't think so. All right. Well, it's time for the rankings. How do we measure?
4: Where do we stand?
0: At number one, two, three, four, five,
4: six. Number seven, does this bother you? So in 30th place, So what do you want to see the most?
0: All right. All throw right. It to
5: our producer. All right, fellas. In the rankings this week, 27. Mm. You're not alone, C- though. Continue. Eight. <laughs> And number three, baby. Eight and three. 27. Now it is
1: customary. (laughs) Heard this before, past few weeks. That the lowest number
2: goes first.
1: (laughs) Now, this ranking is a ranking of songs. And it's a ranking of songs that I enjoy. Uh, I cannot enjoy this song. <laughs> I appreciate it's beautiful. I appreciate how well written and well performed it is. But it is just so effing devastating. I don't have kids. Joe doesn't have kids. Yeah. Paul and Rick, I know you have kids. I don't even have kids, and this is a terrible, devastating song for me. Like I can't. It is unimaginable. It's literally unimaginable for me because I can't imagine. Like I just. It's. It's. It does such a good job at portraying that and what it can do to people that it's just, it's, I can't listen to it. But 27, I think for me, I'm shocked that it's
0: that high for me. Pretty you, high.
1: Pretty high. Because like Burn, I have down there because it's like such a bummer. It's just like, uh. But like this one, like I, I appreciate it so much more just because it portrays that emotion so well that while it is second half, I think it's, it's pretty good for me. It's 27, right? <laughs>
0: okay. So I had a number eight um okay it's a top top 12 for me you know the top 12 is unassailable in my book mm. um this song is everything you said kyle is why it's number eight for me
2: i was gonna say well, it, trans- we have
0: <laughs> <laughs> it transports my whole mind and being to a place where you don't want to be but the song is so great and powerful it moves me to those emotions what i was gonna tease is in the general thoughts that I wanted to say for here is uh. this is probably the song I've cried to the most, <laughs> like mm. just driving and hearing the end part and just tears start just falling down my eyes. Cause I'm imagining when they lock arms, cause it's the whole spectrum. It's not even the song isolated. It's the, yeah. he cheated. They separated. She came back, their kid died. And then after all this that's been thrown at them, they still found a way to reconcile. And it was just like, it's more on her part because I mean, he's, he's kind of irredeemable, but for her Mm -hmm. to (laughs) then say, you know what? You are the person I love. You are my one. And to lock hands with him and forgive him. It's just, ah, I just get moved to emotions every
1: time. Mm -hmm. For sure. Paul. All
3: right, Paul. Yeah. Okay. So three, three things I want to hit. Uh, number one, Joe, you, you kind of, you kind of nailed what I was going, going for there as well, which is there is that moment. You don't see it on the soundtrack, but you see it when you're watching the play, uh, when they're, when they're singing forgiveness, that moment where she grabs his hand and he just sort of crumples his whole whole body just sort of crumples. It's devastating. It's absolutely devastating. And I think even if you're not a, uh, if you're not a, a person who has been in his shoes specifically, I think anyone can relate to having disappointed someone that you love or been in a position to, to need forgiveness from someone and how humbling that can be. And this song captures it so well. Um, mm. I also can't hardly listen to it without, <laughs> without getting weepy. I'm, a, I'm an easy weep, but uh, it, it, I does, cried it, it gets me every time. And then um, the other thing, two other things I wanted to hit just real quick is uh, one of the things I really appreciate about it is it's it's the first time we see um, Alexander not defiant, but just humbled. And it's such a different look on him that I think that adds to the impact of of the song, because this isn't a this isn't a color we've seen on him. Throughout, usually whenever he's, even when he's in the wrong, he's typically pretty defiant. <laughs> so... it's one he's the most defiant. <laughs> yeah. So I like that. And then the other thing, just, this is just a mechanical thing, but I, I appreciate it from a storytelling perspective, is that it covers a remarkable amount of character development and plot mechanic in a very short span of time, but it doesn't do it with exposition. It does it all with emotion. Yeah. And so we go right. from, you know, basically... <laughs> She wants to see him burn to seeing them completely reconciled um, or you know, on the road to reconciliation all within the space of one song. And we didn't have to listen to a bunch of Jabba 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 to get through yeah. it. It's just people <laughs> in their souls. So, yeah,
1: it's 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 show don't tell, but we're being told what they're doing. Like it's it's done through action more mm-hmm. than dialogue but it's it's like narration almost yeah, like, yeah this is how it's working and this is what happens i was say, he's angelica like angelica and hamilton
0: yeah he, they're they're kind of like ghosts uh in a way and we're seeing like the passage of time because this is not happening in like a day or so obviously this is right. happening over like months and months maybe right. a year but the way the song plays out they had to move yeah they had to,
1: <laughs> they had to uproot their life that takes a while Probably um, takes even longer in eighteen hundred. Definitely,
0: look. You can't call <laughs> college horse dragging or whatever. A
1: <laughs> 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 you know, horse dragging your armoire up the uh, up the yeah, yeah. road.
0: Um, armoire, armoire,
5: armoire, hmm. armoire. Armoire. It's for another show. Armoire. armoire.
0: <laughs> well, anybody have anything else before I start breaking down um, in tears?
1: I might like cry. Well, <laughs> <we're, we're, laughs> I, I was worried. I was worried for you guys. For well, Paul, Paul brings up. It's a changing character for Hamilton. And I was reading something when just like reading through the lyrics. It's like he's without words for like one of the very few times. Like mm-hmm. Angelica has to come in and narrate because he can't talk about this. Like she has to mm-hmm. say what's going on. Like, yeah, until he finally talks about wandering the streets and stuff. So, yeah, it's a good point.
0: The company in it's really good. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, that's what I wanted to say. Um, back to when Paul was talking about uh, when she grabs his hand and he just melts. Oh, ah, oh, God, I know you hate a Hamilton yeah. cry face, but that's the best cry face I've ever seen. OK, that's lists. the best cry
1: face. <laughs> it's the one time. So one accepting. This is the one acceptance oh. exception to yeah exception Ooh. to the rule. Okay, that it works here because he's not singing. He's not cry singing. He's just (laughs) he's acting.
3: I think he takes too much stick for the cry singing. Uh, It's it's Ah, not it's not so bad on the soundtrack. But when you see it live, it works.
0: It it's effective. It's all I've been trying to to say this entire show.
1: (laughs) 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 But it works here. It works here.
0: All right, all right. Well, (laughs) we've talked about the plane. Now let's talk about some history. Knowing history. history. Because history also
5: shows his story. The nugget. they're on their way.
0: All right. I am up first. And my historical nugget is titled, And I Pray <laughs> That Never Used to Happen Before. Parentheses. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> As a youth in the West Indies, Hamilton was an orthodox and conventional Presbyterian. As a child, he wrote two or three hymns, which were published in the local newspaper. In college, according to his then roommate, Robert Traup, noted that Hamilton was in the habit of praying on his knees night and morning. According to Gordon Wood, Hamilton dropped his youthful religiosity during the revolution and became a conventional liberal with theistic inclinations who was an Irregular church, who was sorry, who was an irregular church goer at best. <clears throat> However, he returned to religion in his later years. In the song, Alexander says, I take the children to church on Sunday. Hamilton did spend more time with his children, and Ron Chernow wrote that Hamilton liked to gather the family in the garden on Sunday mornings to read the Bible aloud. Hamilton was connected to the church, although it may have only been because Eliza was more devout, Devote, devote or devoted, devout, 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 more devout because Eliza was more devout. I'll cut that in post. I won't. Hamilton attended <laughs> Trinity Church in New York City. He was assisted then helped. He also assisted them with legal issues. He wasn't considered a true member, however, because he did not receive communion. Eliza did, though, and the Hamiltons did have a pew at the church. I was, because of that line in the song, I was, I forgot to to set this up. Because of that line in the song, and I pray that never used to happen before, I was stirred and moved and wanted to figure out Hamilton's relation with religion. So that's why I chose to do a deep dive on that. Interesting. A lot of information. More information than I would find. There is, a, there is a later information but it happens later. I can't really talk about it right now. Okay.
1: No sweaters. <laughs> so I found what I wanted to do my nugget on when I was researching Philip and the duel and his death. Uh, but it more applies here because it has to do with the fallout of his death. And this is about his sister Angelica Hamilton. So this is called You Knock Me Out, I Fall Apart. And I got Almost all of this from Wikipedia. So, Angelica Hamilton was born September 25th, 1784, and was Alexander and Eliza's second child and first daughter. She gets a brief mention in Take a Break when Philip mentions, I've got a sister, but I want a little brother. She was about two and a half years younger than Philip. So, in November 1801, when Angelica was 17 years old, her oldest brother, Philip Hamilton, died of injuries, resulting from a duel with George Eaker. The news of Philip's death precipitated a mental breakdown that left Angelica in a state described as eternal childhood and often unable even to recognize family members. Angelica's nephew, psychiatrist Alan McLean Hamilton, described his aunt as an invalid and her condition as a type of insanity. Dr. Hamilton wrote upon receipt of the news of her brother's death in the eager duel, She suffered so great a shock that her mind became permanently impaired, and although taken care of by her devoted mother for a long time, there was no amelioration in her condition. Though the details of what occurred are not clear from a modern medical perspective, historian Ron Chernow similarly attributed the sudden and extreme deterioration of Angelica's mental health to her reaction to the death of Philip, with whom she had been very close. Other modern authors have described the mental health problem which lasted for the rest of Angelica's life without discussion of causation. Despite her parents' best efforts to reach her, Angelica's condition only seemed to worsen. Her father had written his friend Charles Coatsworth Pinkney Pink, and asked him to send Angelica watermelons and three parakeets as she was very fond of birds. After visiting the Hamilton home, James Kent tactfully described Angelica as having a very uncommon simplicity and modesty of deportment. Years after Alexander Hamilton's death, Angelica's aging mother could no longer care for her. Angelica was eventually placed in the care of Dr. McDonald of Flushing, Queens, where she remained for the rest of her life. She would often refer to her brother, so nearly her own age, as if alive. Three years after her mother's death, in February 1857, Angelica died in New York at age 72. She was buried in Westchester County, New York, at Sleepy Sleepy Hollow Cemetery. And Philip's death also had a major impact on another one of his siblings, but not one that had been born yet. Eliza was pregnant with her eighth child at the time, who was named Philip Hamilton II, in honor of his deceased brother, and was born June of eighteen o two. So just a little tidbit at the end there. So yeah, very interesting about Angelica there. That's wow, extremely sad. Yeah. yeah so just to bring this down a dark,
3: little more, dark stuff, Kyle.
1: Her Sleepy. sister basically went into catatonic shock after the brother was killed. Sleepy so Holly not good.
0: Is where Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly Hello. goes to hang out. Hello.
1: Oh boy, I I don't <laughs> know if that's true. After that <laughs> terrible line, <Sleepy> Holly. <laughs> uh, your favorite line. My favorite line. How do you pick one, right? And I think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is
0: oh, "Sleepy Holly." I was thinking about it too. See, long. it's
1: good. It's good when you control the drops and you can just <laughs> move right along. Sleepy <laughs> Holly. You know, oh, he's going back no, to it. No, no.
0: Uh, That's
1: so, where Halle Berry goes to nap. Mm, that was a better one. I'll nap there. <laughs> oh, I kept boy. going to oh, Buddy boy. Holly
0: because he died, <laughs> Philip died. That's where I was going in my head. Uh, I don't know what he said. I'll hear the recording later. <laughs> yeah. um, it's Paul, fine. do you want to tee up it's your okay. audio because you are up first with the lines?
3: uh yeah uh, well uh, how do you mean tee it up? what do you
0: no one ever knows how to do it I just ask
3: everybody yeah we don't we don't do <laughs> yeah okay,
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I spend hours in the garden I walk alone to the store, and it's quiet uptown. I never liked the quiet before. Oh so good
3: good. just
0: ran through his body
3: so i i love this i love this for okay number one when i went to look pardon me you're fine all good take that again (laughs) when uh, i started looking at the lyrics for this song to figure out what my favorite line was i i panicked for a minute because i thought there's not there's not a lot of really clever lines in this it's it's a lot of just kind of raw emotion, just throwing it out there. Yeah. Um, and so what's, what's better than another. Um, but this one, I kept coming back to it for two reasons. Number one, um, I think it's to touch on what I said before, it, it's revelation of character for Hamilton, right? He's never liked the quiet before. And this is kind of a. a Sideways echo of uh, you know Burr constantly telling him to talk less, and he he's it's he's mm. he's never at peace, right? He's always mm-hmm. whatever's happening, he's always agitating. He's always trying to get something going, and um, this is the you know this is the first time where he's he's ready for the silence. He's ready for the the quiet, and so I like that. But number two, on um, another level. It's also kind of a self-actualizing moment for him because he's recognizing it. So throughout this Mm. whole thing, people are telling him to be quiet. You know, Washington's (laughs) on him, Burr's on him. Everybody's like, dude, settle down. And he never has time for it. Not only does he have time for it now, but he's actually taking a moment to recognize, I never liked the quiet before. So I, I don't know. It just, it hits me in a way where he's, he's written re- the, the song is revealing something to us and he's revealing something about himself as well. So that's why I like it.
1: Nice. Yeah. The, that I never liked the quiet before. It just says so much mm-hmm. from what we know. says a what lot we've seen what So say far a lot. it says so much. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And he Great sells pick. it. Oh, he sells that line yeah. so well. Definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, mine is up next and I don't remember it. All I remember is when I was trying to figure out a line, Kyle, I'd look, long day. I cut this one. <laughs> I'm pretty pretty sure I know good. what it is. Uh, but it could be one of two things. <laughs> I had a hard time picking a line, even knowing what you both of you guys' line was, because there's so many, like you said, Paul, emotional, raw emotional moments that I was like, ah, this is the one that really captures the song. This is the one. And mm-hmm. I settled on whatever this may
5: be. If I could spare his life. If I could trade his life for mine, he'd be standing here right now and you would smile and that would be enough.
0: Oh, oh that was the one that was the one I thought it was. I knew which one it was. Um, <clears throat> I think I knew what it was. Um, that that line hits me every time because at that moment, he's willing to give up his life for his son Um, and you can only imagine like all the, the replaying of the things, the events that led up to it in his head. Like I told him not to shoot. Uh, I said, go, go out there. He challenged you to a duel. You have to do it. But all these rules and I gave him the guns. Why did I give him the guns? It's like, you know, he's questioning everything he's did and he's talking to his wife and he's like. I really screwed this up and you, this is not what you deserve. I ruined, not only did I ruin our son's life cause he's dead my life because now I feel shitty. Sorry, kids.
1: Um, <laughs> I ruined, almost made
0: it. I almost made it. I was so close. I, I needed a word. Um, <laughs> I ruined your life. The person I vowed to, make happy forever and ever i've ruined your life in so many ways and another one in this one while get having your son leave us forever and i would trade that spot in a heartbeat because i know that would make you happy it's just so sad
1: well that is that is bargaining the third stage of grief Mm, i will give my life for yours for his
0: yeah Kyle.
1: well there you go uh, this is a song line that I picked. <laughs>
2: well done. Oh, they are standing in the garden.
5: Alexander
2: by Eliza's side. She takes his hand. It's quiet uptown. All right,
1: hold it together, everyone. So this <laughs> is Eliza's only line in the song and this is her and after this, the company goes into the forgiveness line. I almost put that in, but it would have been too long, but now I'm just talking about it, making it longer. (laughs) But yes, this is, this is her forgiveness. This is her finally, well, not finally, but just accepting it and her saying, yes, it's quiet uptown. Maybe maybe we can continue our life here. Maybe we can make a life here. So yeah, that just, that just hits hard every time. Mm -hmm. Uh, being the only line she sings, she's talked about so much in this song and
0: yeah. Talked to so it, much in the song as well.
1: They say it, it's it's saved for the right moment.
0: Yeah. Anything you yep. got to add, Paul?
3: Uh, no. Just that I like I like all those lines. I like all the lines in the song. I like this song. Have I mentioned that? <laughs> huh. Where really?
1: do you think you'd put in it number
3: like, from 1 to 46?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like well, if you had to rank it. Funny you said that, Kyle, because... Huh? I'm in control, and I thought it had to be played.
2: It's quiet uptown. Uh, Forgiveness, can you imagine? Forgiveness, can you? Turn it off. Making me want to drink.
0: Oh, producer, you're supposed to be quiet. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, ha- it had to be done. Had to be said. <laughs> Um. So yeah, yeah. You, you take
3: some editorial. You know, sometimes take, it, it's, always, you, like
0: it's rare where I pick more than one favorite
3: line, but I had to do it there. <laughs> I was I, I was you. a little mad when it cut off on Kyle.
0: I know. I
2: was.
1: Like, when I, cut it, so I, like, I made the wrong cut here. Why would should have just kept copying? <laughs> no executive. Decision. Just drug Bang. the mouse all the way down. All right.
0: um, <laughs> it's all right. line.
1: I, I I find it hard to stick to a line. Sometimes.
0: All right. Well. What was your favorite verse, Paul? I'll go with you since we're gonna punish Kyle for not extending the line.
3: Um, if it, I don't know how much sense it makes to uh choose a, a verse that's different that doesn't include my line, but the the very first one, the uh, that opening first with verse. uh, Angelica, it's, it's so good, so amazing, yeah,
1: it sets it up so
0: well, yeah, yes. Kyle, your favorite line?
1: Uh, I picked what I called the Hamiltons that would be enough. So that whole callback, him talking to Eliza, the callback to that song, the rephrasing of it. uh, I just like it.
0: Yep. That is also my favorite verse. Mm. I thought it was the second verse. Him apologizing to Eliza, him talking directly to Eliza. Um, Just so much of him reflecting and pointing out his flaws and trying to make it up to her in that moment. It was just so freaking
1: awesome. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Yep. Who is your favorite character? Uh, Angelica. It's her, it's her comeback. It's her impact that really makes this song. I think, um, yeah her not just narration but her her summarizing her performance just it works so well and if it was burr that just blows my mind that
3: that's, <laughs>
1: what a what an interesting tidbit
3: Cool. Well, <laughs> all right maybe a little weird but um i'm gonna say eliza and the reason she's she's barely present but i mean obviously she's present through the whole I'm thing present but lyrically yeah yeah Um, but I, I was trying to find the the quote earlier. I couldn't find the exact quote, but Roger Ebert at one point wrote, uh, that in movies, the things that move him the the most are never like the ostensibly sad moments, right? The the person who dies or the terrible tragedy or, you know, whatever it is, but the things that always move him to tears, uh, or move him deeply are moments of selflessness and heroism and, and things like that. And, uh. Eliza's big moment there in that movie is or that movie in that scene is, is, is taking his hand. It, it's, it's that moment of selflessness where she says, I'm, I'm willing to forgive and move forward. And it's so powerful. Um, yeah, I think she's my favorite. Yeah. Um, and it speaks I'm to glad, her. Character. I'm
1: glad my line could inspire you. so <laughs> <laughs> It really did.
0: Except you cut it off. Kyle. I will never. forget. <gasps> Give me a couple of years. Let's move uptown. I'll think about it.
1: This uh, is the new <laughs> farmer refuted for you. Yeah.
0: Um, um I'm gonna say the garden. Hamilton does a lot of gardening. Don't I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh and <laughs> she is the emotional center point. Um, she helps move along. Um, I kinda wanna give to all three of them. Hamilton does you know what? Scratch that. I'm, I'm going back on it. You guys picked both of them. I got I'm going Hamilton. He carries this song. He cries his his heart off. Uh he cries his eyes cries out. I cries it off. Meant to say. Whoa. <laughs> he pops out. Cries his eyes out. Um <laughs> And he just he delivers probably one of the best performances of the entire play. I know I said that a lot about a lot of people, but it's, a it's great definitely player.
1: one of Lynn's one of Lynn's best performances. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. one of his standout moments, especially because, I mean, he's been he's been taking so many arrows about his singing from so many different people.
1: Um, Yes, many different people. (laughs) Not just one.
0: um, I think this is one that is unassailable. He delivers a performance that can move even Kyle to above 30. (laughs) 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 That same, Kyle, do you think this would work outside the play?
1: This is a tough question for this one. I went soft nay um, because... (laughs) from my perspective no i'm never listening to this on its own cuz i don't want to cry um i don't skip it like if i'm going through the soundtrack i'll listen to it um but to someone not familiar with the play it's it's hard to really get across what this is like i don't know if it works without the perspective 90s sure. RB.
3: yeah i i agree I, I also was today. thinking like I, as much as I love this song without context, it, it really doesn't work. I mean, it's, it's beautiful just, you know, aesthetically, mm-hmm. it's beautiful to listen to, but without the context, it's not going to hit nearly as hard.
0: Well, I'm going with a mild yay. Um, okay? because it was a super yay on the count that I can listen to this over and over. Um, and it comes down as far as introducing it to somebody else. Um, I think that second verse when he's apologizing to Eliza, um, I think that could help, you know, patch up some of the holes as far as uh, we know that, okay, their child may have just died. Um, And when Angelica sings about going through the unimaginable, it kind of fills in some of those gaps. Um, And I think the song is good enough to where, yeah, it it could pull somebody in. So it's a mild...
1: In the right circumstance, I guess. All right. I guess.
5: All right.
0: It's time for, he's been teasing it all show, the producer recap.
5: My very short producer (laughs) recap this week.
0: Oh. So get ready for a 20 minute recap. (laughs) You know
2: me so well.
5: (laughs) So the song this week is It's Quiet Uptown, and we're joined by PCG, a.k.a. Paul, who graced us with his presence. His son was more interested in white guys with wigs than he was at first, but he eventually came over once he started watching it on the Plus, and he is the leader of background views Paul GC ranked this song number three baby and really liked this beautiful song highlighting Renee's lovely face he loves he the said, feels I thought it was what he thought he said then talking about her face. I don't remember
3: saying that but if you are saying it it <laughs> must
5: that be true so. but I, don't care. I left out her figure but you know I was just trying I'm to right, keep I'm it alright let's move Uh, He loves the feels and some pumped up songs for this play. He cares more than his bud, Kyle, and loves the image of Hamilton crumbling at the weight of Elizabeth's quiet hand. He was humbled to tears by the performance and tells the impact of a somber hand and the emotional roller coaster of the song. Now. This song is post Phil's demise, where Hammy has gone inward, turning gray, and Lizzie followed suit with forgiveness. Alex, unlike today, uh, oh, turned inward with forgiveness, unlike today's generation, following a child's death. Kyle said he loved this song, and then he gave us his ranking. <laughs> Yes, I did. Joe brought in the fact that Burr was supposed to do the intro, but the genius that Lynn is replaced him with Angelica. He gave insight about gardening. And we got a slight verse reprise of that would be enough to pause the light. Joe ranked this song number eight as he is transported to a place He doesn't want to be, but secretly like being full of tears. (laughs) And he was moved by Lizzie's forgiveness as well. He titled his historical nugget. And I pray that never used to happen before. He (laughs) He brought it back to Ham's childhood where he was full of religion until going to war. As we see even today. And he brought it and it was brought back by Eliza, um, except for taking communion. Kyle ranked this song number 27 and appreciates its beauty, but can imagine the devastation. So he doesn't like listening to it. (laughs) But hey, it's higher than expected. And he secretly admits to loving Hamilton's cry face. He titled his historical nugget, you knocked me out, I fall apart. I got to work on my vocals. Spoke about another Hamilton child, Angelica, who was two and a half years younger than Philip. The death of Philip caused her to break down and locked her into her internal state of childhood. The shock was too much to bear. She never got better. And no one could figure out why. Alex tried to send her some watermelons and birds, but it did not work. (laughs) There was Uh a black joke in there, but I left it out. Oh, wait (laughs) a (laughs) second! She was eventually placed in the care of a family friend, who where she was cared for until her death. We also learned that the child that. Eliza was carrying while when Philip died was named after him. We got three favorite sad lines, each causing everyone to look very sad and in near tears due to the raw emotion. PCG was astounded this by Alex. This, this is the short version. I, I edited it so much. That, yeah. PCG <laughs> was astounded by Alex's quietness. Maybe finally listening to Burr and talking less and becoming more self-aware. Joe figured out his line while hearing it. (laughs) And it was where Ham would trade his life for his son as all good fathers would. Kyle showed his hidden knowledge of the stages of grief and chose Lizzie's few but powerful words. Paul chose the first verse. Kyle and Joe tied for the second verse. Kyle chose the wrong character yet again. Paul <laughs> chose the best onstage character. And Joe chose the right character who delivered a masterful performance. Two soft Ooh. nays and one mild yay.
0: All right. All right. All right. Nice Those and short. Jabs in <laughs> Speaking of people who need to be self-aware, we're running out of time. I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time.
2: We are the time haters of the crutch. Bad times. Looks like you're running out of time.
5: All right. (laughs) (laughs) Give the people what they want. (laughs) This is the running out of time game where we rank the songs from longest to shortest. Currently, Joe holds the lead at 16 to 14. With 10 ties, Oof. we have Too six close. songs remaining, and this song, number 41, is It's Quiet Uptown, which is four minutes and 30 seconds. Oof. Okay.
0: I didn't wake up with a number today. I'll, I'm disappointed. Feel free
5: summer. to... Oh, you did not
1: wake up, did up with a number. That's a good for sign for me. Feel Good sign for me. Feel free to play along and send your number into Rick if you wish.
3: I'll 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 spectate. Uh, I stubbornly still don't understand this game oh that much. <laughs> we rank
1: them so from so the rank. Show.
3: No, 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 no. You don't know.
1: I have no doubts it's still confusing to many people. Um all right. I so I haven't really thought okay. about this. I'm gonna in a, send in a number.
0: I have put down a number. Now. I have hit enter on the number. I have entered my I'm going to be so okay. wrong and so disappointed. Kyle's going to hmm. catch me by the end of this. I'm going to be so mad. I hope so. We'll see. Yeah, no, we need to pick me up. We need to pick me up
5: after there. this song. <laughs> we will see. So the rankings are in. We have 10 and 5. Good boy. And since Paul doesn't wish to venture a guess. I will say this song ranked number nine. Oh! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go eight. <laughs> well, you didn't.
0: I was gonna do the same thing you almost did last week, Kyle, But I was like, "That's the number I ranked. I can't do that." Oh yeah, you second I was guess because go I was like, oh, "I got in your can't.
1: head, see? I'm playing games." I was like, "I got." So I was number ten. Uh, I was number 10 if it wasn't obvious. Uh, I was one away. Wow. Uh, yeah, I felt like 4.30. I was like, ooh, that's long. Man, I was like, ooh, that's long. the longest long. we've had in a long Oof. time. Mm. Mm. Nice. All right, so that is 16, 15, and 10. <sighs> He's all yes. in code tails back
3: Catching back. up.
0: There's still a way that we could end up tying. Yep.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: What Because the, of the tie been? is a possibility. 16, in 16, the 10? No.
1: It would be 16... It could be like seventeen, seventeen, yeah, thirteen. Yeah, a couple variations on it. Yeah, the tie is the tie is in the air. So you know,
0: yeah, <laughs> the tie is in the air. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> oh. Speaking I'm of in so. the air, there's comments in the air. People leave weird comments. Some comments on go on here. social media and read the comments. Big Smeezy on the Discord. She already had one shout out by PCG. Big Smeezy on the Discord. She replied to the prompt that is everywhere on Monday. That's Discord, Twitter, and Instagram, folks. At who does a pod on all those things. Go to Twitter to find out how to get on the Discord. She said, hmm, I have my guesses. I'm assuming that's towards our rankings. She said, quiet uptown is beautiful, but... Way too sad. Next, let's get some rapping and happiness. And she had this <laughs> ranked number thirty-six.
3: That is unconscionable. Mm. Kyle
0: the pressure's has off. more of a soul. The pressure is sneezing. off. Easy, <sighs> have heard it here, folks. I've been waiting for this. You <laughs> so have to answer for this. This so is the first time Cow looks like a words. real You'll human have words. being. Against Whew. everyone else. Yumio1 <laughs> mm. <laughs> on Instagram says, "heard of that Come guy. off. Mm, already starts with an error here. Should be coming off the heels. It says, Come off the heels of my last ranking. You guys <laughs> might think my heart is colder than Kyle's. Like the Grinch. Oh. Small. And you are right. Phillip's death and the song deserved its low ranking. Sorry, Tommy. I said. I said it. Now, this one, I can't be any it can't be any better than last week, what? But it has to be since I can't have 245s. So I rank this one 4 plus 5. And like the Grinch, my heart grew. Oh, it's number nine. Jesus! Oh,
2: <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Riddle me this, Joe.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've I've gotten to the habit of not reading those ahead of time. Just read them in the uh-huh. moment, so I can get a genuine reaction. Like, oh, what nike. is happening? <laughs> Okay, it's number nine. Oh, All man. right. His heart grew. Thank goodness. Number
1: nine. Song okay. is great. I was good. like, it's very good song. I, saw,
0: I kept seeing four and five as my eyes kept drifting. I was like, you can't be serious. Um <laughs> But yes. Uh good. to get your comment from the company Red, and folks, you are running out of time now. Um mm. you could, like I said, you could check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Who Does a Pod. Uh, and check out our pinned tweet to get to the Discord, where we, we will be having the potentially yes. the last watch party this uh, Saturday, May eighth. Um, I have I actually have an idea. I need to talk to Cal about it. Um, hmm. well, I have something to say?
1: Uh-huh. Uh, so we're doing this on Discord. Yes. You usually, hop in. We're all on video chatting. I will have a surprise Ooh, on Saturday. You will have a surprise as well. a tease. If you want to see the surprise, mm. you have to join the rewatch.
0: Wow. Another surprise, huh? Surprise. So you had a surprise. I had. I had something I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. We'll find out. Um, So yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, Kyle, where can people find the show and stuff to purchase for the show?
1: We have shirts. We have merch. Go to wdap.anulo.co to check those out. We got company member shirts. We got the new Hamboy shirts. boys. If you buy a shirt in every color you win the Hamboy challenge and me and, and Kyle the will babysit the number one company kid member. that, that is-, is absolutely not happening <laughs> <laughs> but we could we could do a zoom call <laughs> <laughs> babysat kids through zoom mm, i'll say hi can you babysit <laughs> your, your dog much through on zoom that. I'll that maybe works. see your dog in person. <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> that changes everything. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Oh.
0: In the continental United States. In the lower 40s.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. The you can check me Eastern out on... 25. you can check me out on twitter and instagram at joe dorville you can check out both my hip-hop albums tv and tv season two under the name headphone joe moniker is just one name right because mono i've been saying it wrong you guys have been letting me just moniker is a
1: word it's a name i'm saying
0: it's only like a one name i should have been saying pseudonym
1: um i think moniker is colloquially like just an alternate okay name like a nickname
0: under the moniker headphone joe no o no e in the phone Um, You can check out my merch store on my website, Joe Dorville. I have a Mother's Day sale going on all week this week. Anything pink is discounted. Uh, So check that out. Um, All right. Paul, you have anything to plug? You got to have things to plug. uh,
3: Yeah. Well, people can follow me on Twitter at PCG Actual. I'm giving Twitter a go again after... uh, (laughs) <laughs> After fleeing several times, but I, I, think I'm, I think I'm there for good this time. And uh, you can go there to uh, get information about where my current film is showing. We just showed at a festival this last weekend that was broadcast online. So unfortunately, that one you've missed, but hopefully we'll hit some more <clears throat> this year. And you can uh, see my first film on Amazon Prime if you'd like to. It's called Enz Rationis, and you'll never spell it right. But if you search for Paul Christian Glenn, uh, you'll <laughs> probably find it on Amazon Prime.
1: I've seen it. I like it a lot. Thank you very much. Nice. Gets my endorsement. Great. Thank you for coming, man. Yeah, thanks awesome for having me. You. It was exciting. For sure. Absolutely. Can't wait to see you on the um, Rerank rank show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I have yeah. one more thing. Okay. Uh all the months. There's another there's another month. I don't know if you guys got the HBO email I was unaware of this month. Asian. It is AAPI month. That is Asian American um, Pacific Islander. I had to remember the PI when I saw it. I was like, what is the PI Pacific Islander month? So I looked up the first play to be produced by an Asian American on Broadway was M dot butterfly by David Henry Wang. Uh, it was produced on Broadway and won the Tony for best play in 1988. Nice. So, shout out, shout out. No one left behind. <laughs> um, well, folks, I've been your host, Headphone Joe, and I've been here with
1: Is Right Hand Man
5: and Left. Keep it short.
4: You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Hamboys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science slash comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, aka Leah or vice versa. Krevit. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, El Gregg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything, depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the a New Low Network, and feel free to share your favorite episode with friends and family. Thanks again and goodbye.